Hello, and welcome to Bearable Traders Podcast Talk with Traders. In this episode, Thor and I talk about how you can identify if you are being a greedy trader and the negative impact this has on your trading. We hope this can help you identify some of the subtle actions that you might not be aware of that can help you change your mindset. Let's jump right into episode number eight, Are You a Greedy Trader? Hey everyone, welcome back to Bearable Traders Podcast. And in this episode, Thor and I are gonna get into uh, talking about, are you a greedy trader? So can't wait to get into that because we have some really good uh, pointers uh, on how you can figure that out. And you'd be surprised at some of the stuff that we're thinking about here. But before we dive in, as usual, Thor, how are you doing, my friend? How has your week been so far? Man, it's been great. Episode eight already for us, which is just crazy that we've been doing this for a couple of months now. Um, quick shout out to our our fans and followers who have been building ever so uh, ever a little here, a little there, and and we love yeah, you for yeah. it. Um, great con uh, contact and feedback we've been getting from everybody. Love the perspective um, from in you. And this is actually kind of one of the questions we've been getting. As you guys know um podcast at bearabletraders.com you can send us an email and if it's a, a relevant question to kind of what we've got going on uh we'll add it in and and you talk a little bit about it so but yeah man going great um family's doing good we had the three-day weekend so we got to have a little bit of fun with yeah, that and do yeah. some stuff how about you man how's your family how's life yeah family's well and yeah definitely three-day weekend you know that was fun had actually some family from florida uh, surprised us they came over and they were hanging out with us for the weekend so that was fun with my nephews nice. there. um so yeah really good time and then four day week so we get to you know a day to relax there so um beautiful guys yeah as, as store mentioned thank you for all the messages on that we're getting on the comments on the emails on the twitter on the ig i mean we are very glad to hear you guys are enjoying this podcast uh, and hit a thumbs up hit the thumbs up over on youtube and if you're watching if you're listening in on apple Podcasts, we would love a review there because you know it's so hard to get reviews on apple Podcasts. um i noticed that and and not just our our show just any show i can tell there's some really mm -hmm. popular shows out there that I, I enjoy podcasts i enjoy this long form format um and i noticed that people don't really get reviews that often on Apple Podcasts. And I'm at fault at that too. I'm going to start changing that so I can so I can give back what I want to give back, right? <laughs> so Yeah, I, I feel like in that, that there's got to be in YouTube because you're watching it in video, you're interfacing with it there. It's so easy just to click yeah. and type. But on the podcast, you're doing this thing, you know, you're listening through your ears. So it's like you got to get your yeah. phone back out. You got to like get in there and I don't even know if I know how to leave a review on a podcast. <laughs> there you go. And, you, and you're a podcast fan as well, like I am. And so I love podcasts, we, yeah. We, me and you need to change that. We're going to find out how to leave reviews. We got, we got to make this better. Well, I mean, that's part of the reason we did this show, right? Is because we felt like, you know, although there is some long form out there for the trading world, not really like the stuff that handled the stuff we were looking to talk about. So yeah, yeah. Um, there we go. So yeah, yeah I, if you can figure out how to leave us a good review, <laughs> for we, those we'd appreciate that, for those it. that leave those reviews, <laughs> it's gonna be like double appreciation because we know you took an, an extra couple of steps to do that. But no, thank you guys. We Absolutely. appreciate it. That's just our way of us telling you thank you guys for tuning in and watching and listening uh, in any platform. All right, let's jump in, guys. So today we're gonna talk about are you a greedy trader? And I think at at first, a lot of people don't think they're greedy overall. They don't have that greedy uh, mindset. Uh, but you'd be surprised. Trading does a couple of things for you. First of all, you're going to find out who you really are as a person when it comes to managing mm. money, managing emotions, right? Because um, I, I know so many traders are calm, cool, and collected that, you know, lose their cool when it comes to trading. So trading mm -hmm. will push your limits to the to the end that you have never uh, thought you could reach, right? So we've seen that uh, in many occasions, right? 
Um, so we've let's lived talk about it. it. Yeah. You know? We've lived that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some of the things you need to be on the lookout for. Um, when you think about greed, you're always thinking about, you know, big corporations. And you're thinking about people that, are, you know, at a different level when it comes to wealth. And, and actually, you can be a greedy, greedy trader even at a at a at a smaller account level. Right. And you could see that in some of the actions that you do. And we'll give you a few examples of one. Uh, the one that I have done personally is, you know, push a, a stock to keep going even after, you know, you more than hit your goal, right? And you're still holding on to a uh, little bit of shares left, seeing if you can go higher. And usually what it ends up doing is you just end up wasting time. Like it doesn't go any mm. higher than that. So you you end up wasting time just waiting for this thing to go higher. And the little bit you have left really doesn't, it's not worth the value you're going to get out of it because it's just such a small number of shares, right? So to me, I see that as being greedy with your time, right? As far as, you know, um, you hit your goal, move on, get out of the trade and find either find other opportunities or go do something else that you enjoy instead of being there, you know, hoping and wishing this thing is going to go even higher after you had a great trade, after you hit your goal and after you made some really good profits. Oh, man, like I couldn't agree with that more. And in, in the last episode, we talked a little about uh, Price's Law, right, which is one of my favorite go to's. And yeah. being the greedy trader really works against you when it comes to this, because basically our concept is, is you know, the more you trade, the less valuable each trade becomes. So as your greed ensues, you're you're really risking more and more and more to make less and less and less. And and again, why did you become a day trader, right? If you were going to make the kind of money we're making, you could make it in a lot more stable ways if you want to spend a lot of time doing it, right? You could go to college, you could get an eight-year degree, you could become a high-level engineer or a doctor, and you could work for 60 hours or 70 hours a week and you know, maybe more and, and you could make a, a hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I, but I thought we became day traders so that we could trade for five minutes, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And then go off and do other stuff like recording cool podcasts and, you know, and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Yeah. We, that's why we did this. So that's part of being the greedy is being aware of your time, right. And, and not devaluing yourself. And, you know, because that, that is very, very important as you're sitting there again, for vanity's sake, you're holding the one or two shares because you want them to go somewhere. But in reality, you're going to make $5 an hour for the next two hours because you're holding, yeah. you know, you're holding yeah. one or two shares. They're only going to go a couple bucks. You're not going to make any money. So it's a pretty picture, which of all people, I appreciate a good, pretty picture. Uh, mm -hmm. but you know, you can also say, Hey, I cut this position here. Well, why didn't you hold all the way to here? I didn't have enough shares. It wasn't worth holding. Right, right. You know, I mean, I just say, oh, yeah, makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even argue with you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's you bring up a great, great point about being greedy with your time. I actually didn't think about that, but you're right. You know, uh, being greedy with your time as far as you could be doing something else is more productive. Uh, and that just takes away from, like you said, the, the goals, probably one of the goals you got into trading for was to be able to have the freedom to do more stuff. Right. So don't forget the reasons why you got into trading. That's very important because that keeps you I mean, you why, why do we love Andrew, right, right? Because right. He, he goes and climbs a mountain, yeah. you know, and he's off living the life, living this dream, you know, this view of things, man, I want to be cool. I want to do this. You know, why, what is the allure there? Well, here's someone who's financially capable, you know, yeah. and now he's off doing the things he really wants to do. You know, are, are you are you living to trade, right? Or are you trading to live? Yeah. You know, what's yeah. your what's your what's your view of things? You know, we have our families and our loved ones, you know, if anything, if I'm not spending my money here productively, you know, educating or doing something, I want to go spend time with them. 
Yeah, right. Absolutely. So just yeah. just sitting here for vanity's sake. I mean, it's uh, you know, depending on how you qual- you know classify greed, but it, it definitely comes across. You know, at least being greedy with your time. Yeah. But I really like what you said um, a, a bit about. Um, we had talked about this beforehand a little bit as we were getting set up, which is that greed is not something that is restricted to large account size. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think this is where a lot of traders maybe like miss the mark as they say, oh, well, I can't be greedy. I don't have that much money. And mm-hmm. the reality is, is and I don't know about y'all, I, I grew up a little country you know, maybe rubbing a couple of pennies together, you know, but mm-hmm, we weren't, mm-hmm. you know, we weren't affluent by any math, but we were doing okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the less money you had, the more greedy I actually feel like you are. Um, you're always holding on to every cent. You're being super, you know, arduous. But And this is why a lot of small banks have trouble succeeding because they're not willing to just let their accounts mature. They take their profit off too early because yeah, they're yeah. greedy. And because of the lack of their account size, those too early profit takes don't result in enough profit to offset your losses, Yeah. right? Yeah. So, but if you got a big account, you think, oh, that's gonna be super greedy. He's, but no, he's got a big account. He's affluent. He's not worried about it, right? The, it, this account is working because he has the money to let it work. You know, think, uh, you know, think about millionaires and billionaires as they as they gain more and more money, they tend to become more altruistic as they gain more money. Right. They don't mm-hmm. like take their money and put it in a mountain like Scrooge McDuck somewhere. Right. They, yeah, they, they tend to go least. out and start yeah. spending yeah. it. I mean, I would put all my money in a mountain like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> and swim in it like a swimming pool. That sounds amazing. Um, but, you know, that's not generically how most do. So yeah. I actually kind of have surprise, surprise, kind of an upside down view on that from the normal look. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree, man. Uh, something else too that I think is even more could be more popular within traders, or at least we see more often, is the leverage, right? Uh, people mm-hmm. using a very, very high, uh, high leverage that they're not, they shouldn't be using for their account size, and not just account size. Always think about also because um, there's always two sizes, right? You have your account size and you have your experience, and these two things should go. Um, should go hand in hand and work together because um, you can be a brand new trader with a $40,000, $50 account. Based on your experience, you just you should still be trading a very small amount, very small amount because your experience is not up to par with, with the account size, right? So experience is more important based on how you should be trading, right? This is why you see sometimes, you know, you, you see experienced traders take a very small account and grow it and very quickly. That's because they have the experience. So if if I were to go back and say, what do you rather, what do you rather have? You know, a five thousand dollar account and a lot of experience, or you know, a hundred thousand dollar account and no experience. I take the five thousand with the experience any day of the week, right? Because that's what you're seeing there for people that are very experienced, that have years in the game. They can they can move themselves up, up very quickly with that experience. So these two got to go hand in hand. And we see people with you know with smaller accounts that they even might have great experience, been trading for a while, right? They kind of building themselves up, but they start leveraging too high to try to. To try to move mm-hmm. that quicker, to try to you know push things along a, a little bit faster, a little bit further, and it takes a couple of trades you know to get into a really bad situation. So when you're using leveraging correctly, that is part of greed. You might not label it that way, but that's the way at least I look at it. You know, you're being greedy oh, with, with your account and and trying to get more than what you should be for your experience and your account size in some cases. Yeah, man, I, I couldn't agree with that more. And and the thing is, is this is one of those greed areas that can really be detrimental because yeah. when you're using margin, if you're not very careful, 
right? You can start to dilute your account cash very quickly, right? And, and, and show your, sure, you know, you're trading with this, you're only losing a couple hundred or a couple, but one bad trade utilizing your margin like that, all of a sudden you're, you're going quite negative. And the next time you take a trade, you'll have less margin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you lose money that next trade, you will have less margin. Right. So the more the more you trade, the more money you lose, the less effective every single trade goes. That's why I agreed the market, you know, and we talk a bit about this as an emotionally driven machine. Right. The market itself is mostly algo controlled for the vast majority in the market making process. Sure. But those algos are coded by people who put the emotions right in there. The market overreacts just as bad as a you know, as anybody could imagine, right? I mean, it, it'll, it'll do all kinds of crazy things. And it is specifically designed to elicit emotional responses from you, right? The, the market wants to push the price yeah. and pull the price back because it wants to tap into your greed and your fear and these, these emotional characteristics that will cause you to make decisions you shouldn't make, right? These shakeouts, the thing the market does drops quickly and then pushes back up. Right. These are the things it's intentionally doing because it wants you to lose confidence in what is often obviously true. Like you're looking at the chart it's a double bottom. It's got all the volume signatures. The order book looks great. It's making yeah. new highs. Everything about this trade looks 100 percent perfect. I am in. This is my new low. And then you take the position off early. Why did you take it off early? Oh, well, it had this really weird candle that came back and did that. Yep. That candle was for you, actually. They that. Yeah. How yeah. come I get stopped out at every single thing? Because that candle was there and it was there for you, right? The market is designed. So if you can't get in control of your emotions, and that includes your greed side, right, then you're cutting positions too early. You're not holding them long enough. And if you don't, and either one of those scenarios will completely negate your ability to get to consistent profitability in trading. You, yeah. you yeah. have to let your winners run and your losers have to get cut early. If you, if you don't follow at least that basic cut your losers let your winners run mentality right you're going to really struggle as a retail day trader yeah yeah and it's, it's so funny it's such a fine line because you mentioned something there about you know letting your your winners run and also also you know cutting your losers early i think it's so important because you, you, you yes you can be greedy by not letting your winners run if you're staring at the pnl and you're seeing a profit there you know you're, and you're thinking mentally it's more of a mental state right you're thinking oh yeah. wow i'm off 500 dollars. let me take some out pretty fast, right? This is an action that it's based around you making money quickly, right? Or just, you know, let me grab mm -hmm. what I can, let me hold it, I don't want to lose it. Um, this all is going to amount to just that kind of that greed mentality, which you got to get rid of, right? Um, this is why many traders, when they first start out, they kind of hide the PL. Um, they know they're trading small number of shares anyway, right? And in some cases, after a while, you will be able to calculate how much the PNL is because you take a number of shares, you can calculate, okay, I'm up 50 cents, you know, I'm up $500, right? So you can calculate that. That will come with experience, obviously. But uh, but at first, or if you're a good math person, which I am not, <laughs> but at first, you know, not Surprisingly, that, neither of us are. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> at first, not having that PL flashing in your, in your face, you know, it could be a, a way to kind of break away from that. So I always like to see new traders do that, at least for the first couple of months, just to get into the habit that you're here for the process um, and you want to disconnect yourself from any kind of greedy mentality that you might have that you might actually not be aware of because... 
again, going back to our personal lives, I'm not a greedy person, right? I love to share things and, and I'm more giving without expecting anything back. That's just the way um, I was raised, my family and everything else. We all like that. Absolutely. But, but trading, like I mentioned before, trading does weird things to you. You know, it makes you do things that are uncharacteristic to how you live your personal life, right? Um, doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're a greedy person. Um, but there are these, this thing about trading that definitely, like I mentioned before, does push you to the limit or to uh, areas that you are might not be in your comfort zone, right? Out of your comfort zone, uh, if you want to say that better. But um, well, I have a I have a really good friend of mine who um, he's a social psychologist, whatever that means. Uh, but he uh, he talks a little bit about people and their illicit fears and greeds and and how this stuff goes. And he says most people when um, they feel like they are being wronged, right, yeah. or they are feel like they are being slighted against, will do things that you've never imagined a person would ever do. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. and so you're, you're, and, you know, you're, you're even talking, you know, you could go back to the, uh, like the breaking bad kind of show or something. Yes, here's a, yes, yeah. you know, here's, here's a person who's just a normal everyday Joe that gets pushed into because of life scenarios being quite an interesting character. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but this happens to your trading as well. Right. Which is, although in your life, you're a normally very calm and convicted person, you're not greedy, you tend not to make those kind of decisions. But all of a sudden, in the course of your trading, you've, you're starting to feel this resentment of being, you know, mm -hmm. in a course of a trading day, wronged over and over and over again. I'm being hunted. The market's out to get me. You know, all these things, but these things do not result in better participation on your behalf, right? Like, like, like the outliers that we're talking about in the example, you know, these characters or people end up becoming very destructive, right? Yeah, Both to yeah. themselves, society, the people around them, right? And that happens to anybody put under like that kind of pressure for that long. So you need to, that is what the mar the market above all understands these psychological principles yes, and they are yes. using them against you at all times, right? They make the new high, they make the new low, they make the new high, they make the new low. Why didn't they just keep going for you, right? They didn't keep going because of that's you. The, they, that's the they, business. That's they the were waiting. There. That's the yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned a good point about, you know, when someone feels that that they've been wronged and I, and I see this a lot too when uh, and certain comments that I look at online where someone, you know, will hate on someone else that's doing well in trading. And I completely mm. get it. There, there's haters out there, you know, and, and that's just want to troll. But there are actually people out there that do hate the outcome of somebody else, which, again, it's just unbelievable. Hopefully that's the very small group of people out there uh, and, and not the other way around. Um, and it's because trading is very difficult, right? So they're looking at another person saying, you know, why can I be doing this? Uh, and I'm struggling. They might feel like the market has wronged them and not nobody else. And that's just not the case. We're all trading the same market. It's just that, you know, some people are going to be, to be able to trade this at a very high level and perform very well. And others, even after doing everything correctly, might not get the opportunity to be a great trader. It's just not mm. something that's built for them because a lot of it is based on emotion. If it was just a task um, and just not emotions alone, you know, your mental state is probably 80% of trading, right? Um, a hundred percent. It's I'm I'm hundred percent. I mean, I hundred percent. I'll bet my money on it. Eighty percent. It's is all yeah. on your mental state. The technical and psychological part is twenty percent. I think you still have to learn it, and it's extremely important. You can't be an amazing trader without technicals and knowing your, what you're doing. Um, that's important. But if you can get the mental side of it down pack, which many traders cannot, 
you know, that is the difference between being building that consistency and avoiding some of these issues as far as, you know, being a greedy trader and doing things that lead up to, uh, to that kind of that greed mentality. And one of the things that I, I, you see a lot is from, uh, is people just trying to push uh, a lot more than what they need to, right? Because trading, trading can really be an amazing, uh, an amazing vehicle to make an income. It, it really can. And if you, and if you look at it in a way that, Hey, um, actually to go back a little bit, I spoke about this in our onboarding class, uh, this, uh, this Monday that we had. Um, and one of the things was that, you know, your goal as a trader should be to be a part-time trader. You know, starting out, you should become hmm. a part-time trader, you know, forget about the money, keep your regular job, keep everything else going as normal. And as much as you can, I know that's, we said this before, and it's very difficult if you work in the East coast and your job is nine to five. But there's a lot of jobs out there that are very flexible, especially now after COVID with all the technology, some jobs allowing you to work from home, you know, push for that, push that to be your initial goal, right? Become a consistent part-time trader. You can provide some income, whatever that income is, it could be a hundred dollars a week, it could be 400 a month, you know, but do that first. And if you could do that consistently over a couple of months, then see what other opportunities you can get out of it, right? I mean, if, if you're making, if you're trading part-time a couple of hours in, in the morning, right, or an hour or two in the morning, and you and you can come to the point where you're making $2,000, $3,000, right, after after some years, right, it's not going to happen overnight, that's a great part-time gig. I mean, give me a gig that you can make that type of money part-time, you know, without having to uh, leave the comfort of your home, trade from anywhere, and still have your job. So, so now you take this income you're making here, this side income, added to your regular um, regular job, and that could be a very good financial situation without putting yourself in a in a tough place, right? Um, because the goal is always, oh, I'm going to become a full time trader and I'm going to leave my job, and, and that goal is very very unrealistic uh, for many people. Right for many people. Well, and let's just throw a statistic in there too, just for the fun of it, right? Which is why put all your eggs in one basket for this scenario? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the reality is and as, as uncomfortable as it can be to talk about the vast majority of people who attempt retail day trading will not ultimately end up doing it as a full time career. Right. Um, right. There, but but only in the same way that I'm I'm saying anyone who everyone who becomes tries to become a lawyer doesn't become a lawyer. Everyone everyone who wants mm -hmm. to be you know become a doctor doesn't become a doctor. A pilot becomes a pilot, right? Now you know most people switch their careers paths. Like I, I think the statistic on Google is like every four years they're switching careers. Most people have like three to five careers in their lifetime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's so not everyone statistically is is going uh to be to be a day trader so you, you have to keep that in mind when you're talking about this aspect of greed right yeah, that main yeah. first aspect you have to think about balance greeting is not having a, an expectation for what you're going to get out of being a day trader that is greedy right yes, if you're if yeah, you're if you're yeah. coming into this gig thinking i'm going to be able to take this small amount of money i have and magically turn it into a big amount of money and i'm not going to have to work my tail off to do it that, I mean, that is a proposition that's not going to work out very yeah, well yeah. Um, for the vast majority of people. There are obviously the statistical outliers. There are buy low, sell high, get luckies, and um, which is just a pure example of how psychology can work even when fundamentals don't um, yes, because they're making money and they have no yeah. idea why, but because they're willing to buy the dip and hold it, 
they make money, right? It's psychology might not make a lot of sense, but yeah. you know, that's we're day traders. They're not right. Different objectives. And we make more money over time. But the, the reality is there, right? Yeah. That, that, that psychological impact drives in those instances. So what you can't do is, is undermine your effort by being too greedy, right? Trying to go for too big, too quick, too much yeah. money, thinking yeah. you're going to throw a Hail Mary that's somehow going to change not only your entire financial situation, but your whole life, like your whole life. Please, mm-hmm. your whole life should never be about one moment. Um, right, if, you're whole, right. if, you're, if you're YOLOing, right yeah, which is where we this. call this the, the you only live once trade right where you, you basically yeah. look at your PL and you're like man if i don't get this underway now um i'm i'm hitting a wall here so you just start slamming PL. the market was specifically designed to take your money um yeah, and it's and absolutely. it's and it's going to be a very yeah. sad and tragic event when it does it but it, it will most likely unless you are a, an incredible statistical outlier which you are likely not um so yeah, tough love yeah. Uh, in this moment from us, but that's kind of why we're talking about greed, because that's, you know, of the things that probably blow up accounts the most, it's overutilizing your margin, right? Taking trades that are way too big for your account size, trying to make too much money too fast mm-hmm. and not being in it for the, the, the business for the long haul, which is what Carlos yeah. was talking about. You know, maybe you have a part-time gig at the same time. So you can learn the market, become impassioned with the market, learn how it operates, start making regular side hustle money, then turn your side hustle into your main hustle. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this conversation and most importantly that you're finding value that you can put into practice in your trading. I have some really good news for those that want to try trading and also for our experienced traders that want to trade in a sim environment. We just released our live simulator at tradingterminal.com. It is currently in beta, but it looks pretty good so far. So definitely head over to tradingterminal.com and take advantage of a live simulator that has no delay and you can practice trading the markets in real time. In addition to that, we still have our free replay simulator, which you can go back and replay any previous tickers from previous trading days. This is really an amazing tool and a game changer for anyone looking to get into trading and even for those that are experienced and want to practice. Head over to tradingterminal.com and take advantage of these two amazing tools. Now let's jump back into our conversation about greed. Here's some of the, the notes I took on what makes a greedy trader. So be on the lookout for this. One of them was, you know, greedy traders tend to set unrealistic expectation on every single trade, not even the whole picture, but on every trade, mm. the expectation is way up there. Like, okay, that's way past R4, R5, R6. Like, what are you right. doing? You know, it's, it's just unrealistic for this trade, for this move. Another thing to do is they, they tend to actually, when they do win, they tend to bring a, a, a big position, a big PL back. Right. It, sometimes yeah, bigger, yeah. sometimes bigger than traders that are more experienced are doing much better. Right. As far as a, a, a long period throughout, if you look at the entire big picture, there's traders that are doing a lot much better, performing more consistently. But greedy traders tend to have these big, huge spikes where, you know, they're pushing a, a very large amount that, again, going back to that experience level for that experience, that return does not add up. And eventually when those two are not matching up. When you find yourself on the other side of that coin is when things really go south, right? Uh, because we, we we already know what happens there. You start triggering other actions that creates, you know, averaging down, you know, uh, yeah, bag, all, all holding. Or, bag holding, all or nothing, turn a day trade, the big one, turn a day trade into a swing trade. Next, you know, it becomes an investment trade. 
you know yeah we've seen that it happens guys i, I yeah nothing I've, like getting liquidity locked and not being able to day yeah, trade anymore yeah i i've seen <laughs> i've seen traders that started out to day trade and not many but the few have reached out to me asking for advice and again we don't give financial advice and any advice I give you at that point is the wrong advice, right? Because you're way past all your rules. Um, but we've seen traders that uh, are holding positions for one or two years, waiting for it to come back to break even. And sometimes it never does. And they realize, you know what? I need. To, I, I got greedy, now I'm paying the price for it. I got to just cut this position and bite the bullet. And then you know what happens. The minute they do that, three months down the line, it goes back to their break even. Yeah. <laughs> the market but, you know, again, funny for them, it would even be better to cut the position. And if the fundamentals exist, get back long from right. the new lower level and start making your money back. But you can't, yeah. you can't just park in a position, you know, forever. I mean, now if you're, you know, t I, Intel actually is a good example. As, as of today, um, Intel is drawing down quite a bit because Intel cut their dividend. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, um, so, that, yeah. so I, I actually got a great short on Intel today, by the way, after yeah. squeeze, uh, but in, you know, which I was waiting for, because here's the thing, Intel doesn't make money, right. As far mm -hmm. as a growth stock, right. It's, it's right, almost right. in like the tech world. It's almost like a blue chip for me. Like it's, it's a stock, you know, it's yeah, Intel's yeah. a name you've known for a long time. They pay a dividend, although yeah. they don't make a lot of money on the dollar moves, right. Mm -hmm. They're like a 20 something dollar stock. Maybe they're not going to be a $400 stock anytime soon, but you got that yeah. nice juicy dividend every single quarter. Well, now yeah. their dividends cut, right? So now as the, even a blue chip kind of concept, a blue chip tech stop, they really don't have the value anymore because they're not making money dollar wise. They're also now mm -hmm. not paying a dividend, right? With lower. So that's why like Intel does big squeeze now selling off quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, this is an instance where, you know, if you were, short in Intel right off the beginning, you could have just hold, held, you would have been eventually right, right? You would have made money because it did eventually make new daily lows, mm -hmm. but you had endured a dollar fifty pullback during that process. Or you stop out, take a hundred dollars loss because you got the wrong direction, let it squeeze all the way up to that range, reshort again, and then make eight or nine R on the direction down, right? In one scenario, you break even, you maybe make an R or two, in the other scenario, you made seven or eight R for the day. In one instance, you lost a trade. In the other instance, you only won. The yeah, losing yeah. is better, right? This is where not gre being greedy really actually comes into place because not being greedy is the key component to not holding on to your money, right? Yeah, and in order yeah. to be a successful trader, you must lose. Um, I lose at, you know, I, I have, I run a really good hit rate. I, I have 60, 70% mm -hmm. consistent hit rate day to day. Freaking awesome. Trading Nirvana. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I still have to lose one or two trades in order to hit that hit rate. Right. So, so, yeah. but the, yeah. I'm consistently profitable because those one or two trades result in one or two R loss. Right. And then my winning trades are four, five, six R net loss wins. Right. So by the time I win a trade or two, even if I lose a trade or two, I could be at 50 percent hit rate. I'm still walking away quite profitable for the day. Right. Yeah, All yeah. because I'm keeping greed in check. Right. If I was holding any of those losing positions for too long, that doesn't work. I don't make enough money to overcome them. Right. If I didn't hold any of my winning positions long enough, I don't overcome it either because I can't negate my two losers. You got to do yeah. it. You just got to. This is where that statistical and systematic approach to the trading thing really helps you out. Because if anything, if I have four losers in a row, I just want to be done for the day, lick my wounds and come mm -hmm. back a different day. 
you know, because that's another greed moment there, right? You can't get freaked out. You can't start YOLOing. You can't get greedy because yeah, you're losing yeah. money. Statistically, you can't make the money back anymore. You've lost so much money today. Better just to preserve capital, come back in the next day when the market conditions are more in your favor. I agree, man. There's so, so many emotions out there, you know, that you have the FOMO, uh, you have the, when, you know, you, you when you're ec ecstatic about something that went well, because also the extremes are not good. Here's another one. Greed has probably got to be the biggest, most impactful emotion that you do not want to have when it comes to the financial markets. You just, just don't want to have greed because it can cause some serious problems when it comes to your trading. They're all very bad. But for example, if you FOMO on something, you just didn't get in, you're not hurting your account. Um, you mm -hmm. know, if you have a fear of getting in or getting out of a trade, that's a little bit different. But when you have greed, it impacts everything at a whole different level. So it's so important to set up habits that can prevent you from being greedy. Um, and also, we don't we don't mention this enough in the, in the trading uh, world is, you know, um, the more you do something, it becomes a habit, right? The more you do, it becomes a habit. So look forward to stopping out properly. You know, if you have to mm -hmm. stop out, look forward to that. Like, you know what? I'm this trade is not working out. I'm gonna stop out. And when you stop out, you know, it's you have to quickly forget about the loss because obviously losses are painful, right? But if you lost a hundred dollars and you stopped out accordingly, somehow, and I, and I'm saying somehow because I know how difficult this is, you gotta turn that into a huge positive and feel good about it immediately, saying, you know what? Uh, here's my confirmation that this was excellent. I did what I was supposed to do. And that's difficult to do when you look at the board and you're down, <laughs> you know, that's not mm -hmm. easy to do. Right. Um, it, it's like a, an athlete. If you, if you're playing a, a basketball game, right, you made a great play, you play the game very well, but you look up at the scoring board, you're down by 10 points. Right. It's hard to feel good about that, but you have to, because then that is going to trigger, Hey, this was a good action that I did. I need to replicate this over and over again. So it becomes a habit. And I know easier said than done, but really work on that, guys. It's going to help you get rid of that that greed. Wait, you got to think, right? Let's say you take four trades in a day and you run a 50-50, let's say 60% hit rate. What if your first two trades of that 50-50 are the losers, right? Yeah, so your next yeah, two yeah. trades are winners, right? They're coming up. They're queuing up. They're going to make you some money. You're about to do it, right? But because you're absorbed by the two losers that are statistically perfectly fine. Right. 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 I lose, I lose a couple of trades every day. You know, it, it just happens. No bigs. Right. But now I'm statistically likely to win. Now I'm going to manage poorly. You know what I mean? And that's where it goes. <laughs> it the, happens, the other man. thing, yeah. Yeah. You, you got me with, you said it earlier and then I kind of spaced and I came back, right. Which is, you'd kind of said about people like focusing on other people stuff too. Yeah. And that made yeah. me think another issue with greed, right. And this is more a, a little bit, you know, greed, uh, leads to envy, right. So, and, mm -hmm. and envy is a very dangerous place to be in stock yes. trading as yeah. well. So yeah. I, I and I and I feel like when people are dogging people, people are ripping them down and like commenting on that. I really just think they're envious. Um, yeah. They they yeah. they see someone who's being successful where they're not being successful, right? And instead of trying to elevate to their level, you decide you want to bring them down to your level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that and and that is that is never the best scenario. One of the things I love about BBT is our team is very interested in elevating everybody within the team and community at all times. Like if yeah. you say yeah. something bad about another team member at BBT, justified or not, you're probably getting a phone call. Right. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just not it's just not how we treat each other. Right. We're not right. envious right. of each other. If anything, we're, we know we're going to we're going to lift each other, yeah. you know, as we yeah. grow. But and, your trading you needs that? to be that way, too. 
And you see that across the community too with the members. I mean, we have guys like David from Connecticut. We have some people that have been with us for some time, right? Four or five mm -hmm. years. And, and these guys are contributors to the community. And even when they're having a bad day, they'll cheer someone on. And even when that person's having a bad day, they'll cheer some somebody else on, right? Because it's part of it's part of the game. You are gonna have bad days. But to have a bad day, be salty, and then say, you know, everybody, if you know what I mean, doesn't work. Doesn't doesn't benefit anybody. Instead, and, and yeah. actually, the person mm -hmm. doing that type of damage is doing it to themselves, really, right? You only yeah. they're being harmed more than anybody. They're exactly. harming themselves. Because exactly. if you're in an envious state like that, you're certainly not my, my whole thing would be is you're certainly not a stock trader right now. Like yeah. whatever you're right. doing right now, right. you're on social media throwing hate and yeah. shade at yeah. you know at your favorite guru or whatever. What you're not doing is whatever needs to be done to focus on getting better at stock trading. Like exactly. like dressing that yeah. person down, doing all that stuff. You're never getting anywhere with that. And and if if that's where you are in your stock trading, boy, I hope you're not lying, yeah. right? Because yeah. if you yeah. don't have the mental wherewithal to at least control. Uh, your ability to, you know, to to do those kind of things, you're, you're certainly not emotionally controlling your stock trading in a relevant way at this yeah, time. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And we get a few of those because we're mods and, you know, every now and again, someone yeah, has happens. a rough day. We, we make the watch lists and, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So people go, hey, man, this is, you know, hey, you know, you made money this day, but I didn't make money and, you know, this and this and then I'm just like, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, we're, we're going to work and help you out as much as we can. But if you're blaming me, then you're you're not you're you're not focused in the right direction. We're providing you the educational right, experience, right. right? All you can do is is absorb it. But that's you know that that'd be like getting mad at your math teacher because you don't know math. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm as admittedly yeah. we both have. We're both pretty bad at math. We, thank we God both for pretty, pretty bad at math. So this is why hot we did we didn't uh, do too know. much of a technical show. We did a we did a more of a podcast. <laughs> you don't want the technical <laughs> the show. Math. You can go find Andrew and Artie for the yeah, technical show. It's funny. Andrew gets a lot of this, uh, you know, on social media as well. And he is by far one of the most humble uh, traders and humble mm. person that we know, and an amazing trader, right? Like he's an incredible trader. And when I see people doing that, I want to jump in and say, you know what? But it's like, why bother? Why bother? So mm. if you are, are on the receiving end of this as a trader as well, you know, you're looking to, you know, you're sharing your stuff out there and somebody comes to you with that, just ignore them. You know, just, yeah. in fact, you should feel sorry for that person that they're actually- Yeah, I was going to say, if anything, mentality. acknowledge they're probably going through a yeah. really rough period. Yeah, Sometimes when people yeah. do that to me, I kind of reach back up and be like, dude, it seems like you've got something going on. Shoot me a DM if Wish you need them some all help. Wish you know what I mean? I, ho I hope things are yeah. good. And I've actually, I, I have a, a someone I mentored and turned and they became a profitable trader. And, and I, I experienced Beautiful. them the first time with them trolling me on Twitter. So it yeah. was my, my, so, and they ended up being someone that I helped lead to a fairly successful trading career. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's all amazing, good, man. but yeah, when you're focused on you, you're focused on your execution. You're focused on the one thing you can control in the market, right? You. Um, as soon as you're focused on me, as soon as you're focused on them, whoever they are, right, yeah. then then you're out. You're you're yeah. you're not where you need to be. You know, the market is uh, one of my favorite handles from one of our our members in the community is UVU <laughs> is his handle. You versus you. Uh, yes, we actually just yes. saw him at the last meetup in uh, Miami, which we do have a meetup for. Hey, for the YouTube family, by the way, we do have a meetup coming up in San Diego that I will be at. I don't. My man Carlos, I don't think is is making no, the no, flight. No, no, I can't go, man. One. I'm all the way in the East Coast, and I got the kids and the family, so. <laughs> 
That yeah, so I, I'm I'm only popping for a couple of days. So I'm basically flying in, doing a presentation on yep. VPA, a couple of things, and flying out. But I'll be there. So anyone out there in YouTube land that wants to come by and say hi, if you haven't gotten a ticket and coming over to San Diego, make sure you check out the BBT meetup there. I'll be there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing all that, and it'll be a lot of fun. But um, UVU is one of my favorite uh, handles because it, it really talks about when you're competing, especially as a retail member in the market. The systems are doing what they're going to do, basically, regardless of your presence. So it's yeah. it's when you get in, when you get out, you know. So if, if something happens, I think you said this and maybe the last, it, you did it to yourself. You know, I mean, yeah. oh, I yeah. think you said yeah, this absolutely. in the last in the last yeah. webinar right? yeah. or not uh, the last podcast episode. I mean, I think you actually said this, which is, you know, it's self-inflicted. If, if you lost absolutely. money, you you did it to yourself. At least if you lost more than you, you plan to lose. Right. It's, it's yeah, yeah. all on you. It's all on you. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, as we get ready to wrap up, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. We actually have a couple of guests lined up um, that we haven't had dates yet, but we actually have a moderator, too, that we're going to bring in. Uh, I've been talking to Megan. She's excited about joining us here for an episode as well. Your for, uh, former uh, nem nemesis when you guys were going at it. Uh, what was it for the number of views? You guys were going at it back and forth one time. I, uh, I know. Won that we were battle, competition. It's hard to compete with a chop champion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was She's fun. already famous. So yeah, that how was am I supposed fun. to do that? But with her with her coming on us, obviously the views will just skyrocket. So I'm, I'm willing <laughs> to take them amazing. now. She's a whole lot So no, but uh, Megan will be on Cali too. Um, you know, it's yeah. she, she's yeah. she's a blast. She's been dipping into options trading now and a bunch of other stuff like that. I'm not smart enough for options, so I trade equities and futures. But you know, um, well, when we'll, she we'll, comes we'll, on, we're definitely gonna be talking some options. So we want to see how that's going because I don't know much about options. Just you know, a couple of things. But look forward to having her and kind of picking her brain on that. For sure, um, for sure. So guys, if you haven't done so already, hit the thumbs up on this video or any podcast platform that you're listening in. And we'd love to hear your comment and feedback. Remember, you can always reach us at podcast at bearbootraders.com. Um, and we'd love to see you next time. Take care and uh, to the next video. Thanks, people. See you later.